podcast. Today is Monday, January 21st, 2019, and you're here with Eddie and myself, Xavier. And just a little FYI, everything we say is our opinion and not we're not experts, so don't take what we say serious. We're just two old guys shooting the shit. So how was your weekend, Eddie? It was good. It was really, really good. Uh, I got to see the movie Glass. And then, uh, yeah, if to anybody that says that, oh, man, I didn't like it. I know the reason why they say that, but I'm not going to spoil anything. It is, in my opinion, it is probably between uh, Split, Unbreakable, and and The Glass. Altogether, it makes a really, really, really good movie. So don't. Don't just say like, oh, man, I don't like it because of what's going to what uh, what's happening and just go with it. Just go with the flow. All right. And uh, I got I started uh, started getting into the show Punisher uh, Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Netflix, please do not fuck this up and just continue doing the Punisher show. And good God, bring they should bring Daredevil back. I don't know why they're not bringing Daredevil back. But yeah. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I, well, I watched the first two shows from Punisher, uh, and yeah, it looked really good. I wanted to watch the, uh, the third one, but it kind of got late and then I started watching, uh, the UFC, but, uh, yeah, they looked, uh, it, I liked it. I really liked it. Um, the first season was great. And this, uh, second one looks like it's, you know, taken off right where the other one left off. It, it looks good. Yeah. And, and that guy, John. Uh, man, he makes an awesome Punisher. He, I don't know, he just he plays it perfectly. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I love that. Song. I, I think Marvel and Netflix really nailed uh, the actors as far as all their series go. The Daredevil uh, actor that they got, he, I think he did, you know, awesome. Uh, I just feel that they really, really did really good, and it, it sucks that they're gonna they already canceled like most of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they they just did it awesome as far as the casting goes. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I like I like the I like all of it. I, I wish Iron Fist was the only was the one thing. Well, Jessica Jones. I I couldn't get into Jessica Jones, but I wish Iron Fist. They would use more of an action. You know what I mean? Like uh, where they actually bring a lot of action into the show, where they don't have to use the main character as he the one doing all the the stuff and. Like what happened to the mask? I that is one of the reasons why I thought Ironfield was like one of the coolest characters because his mask just looked awesome. They could have just yeah. put a mask on him and get any guy that's actually really athletic and do all the action stunts, but oh well. Yeah. I liked it. I liked all that kung fu, karate, martial arts stuff. <laughs> uh that's my thing. So I, I really liked Iron Fist. But like I said, the whole Marvel series was awesome. It's a bummer that they're getting rid of it. Yeah, but yeah, it, I still need a uh, Punisher left, and, and uh, I can't wait. What is yeah, it? Six it, episodes? Uh, no, there's like thirteen. Oh, awesome! So yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> and uh, and it, got... it's good because like every single episode has like, like we're just building the the, the storyline like more and more and more, and in the end you're like wow, and the bad guy, the bad guy that comes out of this show. He has the most laziest eyes. Like his eyes are like so lazy, <laughs> but man, he's freaking scary. The the way they made him. Mm-hmm. 
but man, Disney doesn't bring Daredevil back when they have their own like Netflix type thing going. Their own streaming service, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. If they don't bring Daredevil back and all the Marvel characters, I'm gonna say like, ah, oh, fuck you, Disney. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Disney, but they do own Marvel, so yeah. hopefully they don't screw it up. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, well, how was your weekend? It was uh, well. I worked, uh, I, but I did get a chance to to catch a, a couple of those Punisher series, and then I did watch uh, the play. Well, I didn't watch the playoffs. I kept up with them on my phone, like I always do. I'm not a big football fan. I can't sit down and watch the football. I'll probably sit down and watch the Super Bowl, and that's about it. But uh, it's easier for me to keep up with football on my phone. Uh, and then I did watch the. Uh, the UFC. So, but uh, first thing, if you want to talk about uh, yeah, how, how our prediction, yeah, our predictions went. Uh, okay, for the so NFL. who who'd you pick? Yeah, for the I NFC. had picked uh, the like I don't even know who NFC or AFC is. I just know I picked the Saints and I picked the Chiefs, and I lost both. <laughs> okay, I uh, picked. Uh, okay, go go for it, go for it. Keep talking. Yeah, when I was looking at it, I, I would keep checking my phone and and um man i i would be thinking like oh this actually looks like it like it was a good game like it was worth watching but i, I didn't i didn't get to watch it but yeah they're they're super close from what it looks like they were super close really good games both of them yeah uh new orleans had a they were 13-0 uh going yeah, to the into the half and they just I don't know. I guess their defense was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to play no more. So they just let Rams score and score and score. Uh, the one thing that Saints, in my opinion, should have won. But the thing is that the the receiver, when they threw the ball to one of the receivers, <clears throat> he got inter- they, they had a pass interference and it was like big time pass interference. Uh, they the defender actually jumped and hit the, the receiver right in the face with his he- helmet. So it was helmet to helmet. And he never turned around. He picked up his hand. So he stopped the receiver from actually trying to go for trying to catch the ball. So it was a pass interference. And it would if they would have actually con- countered it, it would have been almost like in the three-yard line. So all they had to do was just run it in and they could have scored. Right? And then uh, they would have been up. So the Rams... Got lucky, uh, but I mean, it is what it is because that one play didn't determine the whole game, it was just determine if you were gonna score, you know what I mean, at that last at the last moment, which they still had other three quarters, three and a half quarters to play. So it is what it is. Uh, the New England one, uh, I don't know, man, I'm just tired of New England. New England's always winning, <laughs> man. I mean. In the past 18 years, New England has gone to the Super Bowl, including this one, nine times. Nine Man. times, dude. That's 50% of Tom Brady's uh, career. Yeah. And I don't think I, they've ever had a losing record. So, like, I, I put I in the text. Imagine. I was yeah. going to say, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's teams that haven't even been to the Super Bowl. Dude, <laughs> there hasn't. <laughs> teams that haven't even gone to the playoff like in 30 years, 20 years, man. But uh good for them, I guess. Uh yeah, but um, on my picks, I had the Rams and the Chiefs. So I was one and one. 
Yeah. So for so, the Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl is going to be the New England Patriots versus the Rams. Patriots against the Rams, man. Uh, I'm afraid to pick, but should we pick today or should we pick the weekend uh, before the Super Bowl? You want to wait? It, mm, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's just wait and then uh, we'll see how it pans out. I mean, who knows? Things can happen. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm gonna, oh, uh, man. I do. I'll do a little more research and then I'll make a decision. So, yeah, we'll, we'll decide to wait. Maybe uh, Lee will join us or Victor. So, okay. um, so I we'll bet you be, wait on. if we have like our listeners, I wonder if there, somebody's any wondering, like, who the fuck is this Victor that was talking about? <laughs> like a mysterious. I think they, it's probably like one of those, somebody's made up character, you know, an imaginary friend. No, but Victor, <laughs> Victor does exist. He's just, he's always hiding for some reason. He's somewhere. He's a busy man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but overall, yeah. Fucking New England. They're always there, man. They're... I don't know why I bet against them. Yeah, so did I. But I actually thought the Chiefs <laughs> were going to pull it out, man. Damn you, New England. Damn you, Tom Brady. You know what? what's even worse? How can Tom Brady... He's such a good-looking man, married to a beautiful woman, and never loses. What the hell? He's man. He should be named Brad. They should name <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but man, when he was born, it was like he was breastfed by the golden teeth, man. <laughs> but if you ever see his picture when when he barely got, he was gonna get into the NFL. Man, he looks like a like an earthworm. You you remember those those uh those little aliens from Men in Black? Yeah, those a bunch of little small ones. Okay, that's what Tom Brady used to look like. So he he blossomed. He blossomed. For, yeah, man. But yeah, well, good for him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, did you see the fights for the UFC? Yeah, got to see the fights. Uh, pretty good fights. Uh, I like I said, I, I really just watched the uh, main card. I did see uh, two of the prelims that I wanted to, which was the Joanne Calderwood against uh, Ariana Lip- Lipskis, who I saw her highlights before, and she's awesome. I I, I had picked uh, Joanne Calderwood to win that fight, and uh, she did, but. After seeing that girl's highlights, I was kind of worried worried about that decision. Um, and the Donald Cerrone Alexander Hernandez mm-hmm. that was uh, that was uh, also in the preliminaries, and that was a great fight. That that actually should have been the co-main event. That that was really an awesome fight. That should have been right. That that, yeah. that should have been up there. I mean, they should have. If you look at the lineup, I mean, Greg Hardy. If they really want to promote him, they should have put him. Where, uh, uh, what do you call it? Glover Twitch, yeah, yeah, and they should have actually moved, uh, the Joseph Benavides and Justin Ortiz into the preliminary, yeah, or they could have done the Glover, the Glover fight is the head, the main yeah. fight, um. Yeah, they totally made a, they bombed that decision as far as putting Greg Hardy in the co-main event. I mean, nothing against him. I guess 
there's a lot of controversy with him as far as his past and his uh, domestic violence and stuff. But mm-hmm. the way that fight, I mean, the, he's just inexperienced and, and uh, he, I, I really don't think he deserved to be a co-main event. And I understand he's a draw, but they could have, they could have put him to headline the, uh, the prelim or something, but it was just a really bad decision. And th- that actually would have made sense. If you really want to promote somebody, you promote uh, up and comers on, on the free one, like on the where, prelim. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's free for everybody to watch, where they don't have to pay money for it. That would have yeah. actually made more sense. But uh, what were your picks? Uh, let's see. My picks were. Okay. Were I, picked, I... I picked Donald Cerrone anyway. So. Yeah, I had picked Alexander, and uh, that, that was an awesome fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually thought, well, Alexander had a, had a pretty good first round. Um, it was in and towards the end of the round that uh, Cerrone was starting to to get some momentum, and then uh, after that, he just he just took over. Uh, Cerrone, Cerrone is awesome. He had awesome. Uh, I liked how he set up that knockout kick. Um, yeah, I don't know if people noticed he would just kick to the body. He was kicking to the body, and then when Alexander was was already beaten and uh, tired, and his guard was kind of low, he went for that head kick. Mm-hmm. And Alexander, thinking oh, it's going to be another body shot, was only able to get one hand up to block it instead of using two, and and it it wasn't enough. It it, it wasn't uh, Cerrone got him with that kick. Beautiful but Cerrone's head. done that before, though. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he always does that. He does that, uh, the body shots, you know what I mean? Like, uh, he does, like, a multiple body shots, and then he'll do some kicks to the body, and then out of nowhere, he'll switch it up, and he'll he'll kick the guy's head. Yeah, uh, he just he puts that in their head that it's another body shot, it's another body shot. And I'm sure they he kicks hard, so they prepare for a body shot and then when he lo and behold they're not ready he gets them with that head kick and it's it's awesome yeah well well done for donald cerrone i was wrong but <laughs> uh alexander for sure is gonna be a force to be reckoned with and you know yeah as his career moves on but uh he did really good mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough i and i mean that's one of those cases where experience truly I mean, showed uh, Cerrone was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I had Cerrone only for the fact I like I like his uh, the way he sets up punches. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's like you watching somebody play whack a mole. It's just uh, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like he targets multiple areas instead of just going for the head. That's the reason why yeah. I like him. Yeah, no, he he's just. I mean, he's a great fighter. I I I wanted him to win, and of course he did win. I, but I I really thought that Alexander was going to be uh, too much for him. I thought he was just going to. Uh, he looks like he's got energy for days, and I thought he's just going to be coming at full force through the whole fight. Uh, but I think those body shots really took a toll on him, and and uh, and and Cerrone won. Of course, it was a great victory for Cerrone. Yeah, and then he calls out Conor McGregor after the fight. Uh, yeah, that, that Conor, Conor McGregor he actually accepted it, kind of, sort of, right? Yeah, pretty much. He said that he'll he'll give him the fight. So, I mean, 
if he says he's he wants to fight too, I'm sure Dana's gonna be okay with it. Um, so hopefully everybody gets what they want. As the fans want it, they both want it. It's it, it's actually uh, the fight that Connor needs right now too. I think he uh, fighting Tony Ferguson or Khabib right now isn't gonna be good for him. I think they're just too much for him right now. I think he needs. Uh, someone a little bit easier. Not that Cerrone's easier. I actually think Cerrone has a good chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, it's going to be a great fight. Um, and if Cerrone should beat Connor, that would put him up uh, up there, ready for possible title shot. Um, you know, in contention. So it's we'll see. We'll see for sure. It'll put him in the top five if he can beat Connor. Yeah, yeah, and Cerrone. Uh... The next time he fights, he should shave his head. He looks scary with his shaved <laughs> head. He's just he I don't know. It's like it's like, okay, you remember those pit bulls? If you cut their ears, they look super fucking mean, even though they're mean. Uh <laughs> or could be mean. But if you leave their ears all floppy, you're like, you want to be like, oh look, a puppy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, my, only... uh, I don't know, I was gonna say I have my pit bull with his ears and, and his tail and then um he did, he looks like a pit bull, but uh, he doesn't look like a mean pit bull. Yeah, because of the floppy ears. You just want to like hug him and stuff. Cerrone's the <laughs> same thing. Sh- shaves your head, Cerrone. He should have left the beard. The beard is awesome. It was like a Thor beard. Yeah, yeah. In the previous fight, uh, he had, I believe, he had the beard and he had a mohawk. Um, ah. So yeah, he he looked pretty mean in that last fight, uh, in the fight before this one. Yeah, he's he's just. Cut, cut your hair. Okay. Uh, what was the next fight? Uh, Glover Tashira against Carl. Carl Robertson. Robertson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Glover, and so I got that one right. Yeah, I, I had Carl Robertson because I wanted to give the underdog a chance. Yeah, but... and you know that Robertson. I want to say. Clipped him pretty early. Got some good elbows on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was going to be it. I thought it was going to be a fast TKO after that. But no, Glover hung in there and, and uh, weathered the storm. Yeah. Did an awesome job. Yeah. First I round. actually thought I thought Glover, Glover was going to get KO the way he was yeah, looking. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be a TKO. And uh, I thought that was it. And it was right behind the head, too. Uh, well, yeah. One of those elbow shots was right behind the head. So, yeah, good first round finish for for Glover. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is the Battle of the Beauties. Yes, Ace Van Zandt uh, and Rachel Ostovich. Mm-hmm. I I think I picked Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, we both picked Paige. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a good fight. It was entertaining. Yeah, uh, was, there was a point where Rachel it went up to the second round. Yeah, yeah, Rachel, uh, she did really good in the first round. Uh, had great wrestling, great grappling. Uh, I thought, you know, she was going to take it. I mean, every time something would happen, she would just go take her down and 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 have control. Uh, it wasn't until the second round that uh, Paige started to figure it out and and get those. Uh, dominant positions when they'd go to the ground, uh, out scramble her, and she did. She got that arm bar that was pretty scary looking. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought Rachel had really injured her arm, and she probably did. Yeah, but it's still, I was. Yeah, I, I think it was. I, I, it looked like she put too much weight on her on her arm on her uh, elbow because yeah. it was just her body weight that that was on her elbow, though. Yeah, she she looked she, like she was in a lot of pain. Uh, but great win for Paige Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. So. so she's she moves up to eight and four, and Rachel is four and five. Yeah, she's under five hundred now. So yeah, I hope they don't let her go. I think... I, I doubt it. I, they may give her another shot. Uh, I mean, probably they they let that uh, what's her name, Caitlin Curran. They let her for a while until they finally let her go. Uh, I think they like to hold on to the pretty ones for a while. Yeah, it's like the WWE. Yeah. You you remember back in the days at the WWF when it was F? Uh, yeah. yeah, there were some some Bigfoots fighting the pretty ones. You remember that? Bigfoots? What are you talking about? Yeah, so the, the bigger <laughs> girls, the the biggins. The, yeah, the biggins, and they would get tossed around. You remember that? They were so some the of them. Yeah, <laughs> they would get the girls and they would just toss them around and shit. Uh, but anyway, we're com- we're coming back to it later on. But uh, the <laughs> next one, the flyweight, they they had no respect for the weight division. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the men's flyweight, Joseph Benavides against Dustin Ortiz. That was a really great fight, man. That was the scrambles, uh, the just the whole grappling was just back and forth. It was that one was super entertaining to watch. I like I like watching them when they scramble like that and fight for positions uh i had joseph benavides joseph benavides winning that one i got that one so yeah i gave this this is the other one that gave the underdog and i gave him a shot and he also screwed me over (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was a good fight i actually i was surprised on how quick they are though yeah super quick yeah Uh, yeah but i mean it went to the decision on the third round. So, I mean, it's round three. Yeah. Uh, that was, like I said, super fast, super entertaining, a lot of scrambles. Uh, yeah, I hope they don't get rid of that flyweight division. If, if anything, they're all, I, I enjoy watching them. They, they're super technical. They have to be because they're both super fast. So, yeah. Uh, I doubt this is. Uh, since the Hulu one, I hope mm. they keep it. They need to keep it. Okay. Uh, the lightweight, the next, the next fight. Uh, I had uh, Gillespie winning. Uh, that was my pick. Okay. Did I had Yancey or did it? Uh, I, I, yeah, I think yeah. I you think picked Yancey. I, yeah, I think I picked Yancey. Damn yeah. Yancey. I mean, he put up a fight, but. Uh, that guy Gillespie, he's just a super great wrestler. He had, I mean, he's aggressive. Yeah, and he maintained that control the whole fight. Mm-hmm. Never let him go. Uh, like literally, he never let him go. He had him tied down the whole fight. It was uh, that guy's gonna be something. I mean, he's undefeated also. So yeah, thirteen and zero. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to beat a fighter like that. I mean, it's like the same thing with Ben Askren. They just, uh, 
uh, hold you down. They use their wrestling to the best that they can, and and they they dominate. And then mm-hmm. the good thing about them, I mean, they're kind of boring to watch because you don't see you know the exciting strikes, but they don't take any damage. So they're able to go to the next, you know, be ready to fight at any time because they really don't take any damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's good for them. Yeah, I, I had Yancey. He, uh, yeah, he tried. He put up a fight. But Gillespie, he's he's aggressive. He's aggressive. He's like, uh, I don't know, like a little Wolverine. Just taxi does one or can't just get him off of you. But, yeah, I enjoyed that fight. Yeah, and he he wouldn't stop. He just kept going, kept going, and really impressive. Uh, and I had to remember watching one of his fights. Uh, when I saw the name, I, I wasn't familiar with it, and then I saw his picture, and I was like, I remember this fight. I remember this guy, and, uh, yeah, that, that's why I chose him. And, and, yeah, he did it again. Well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the co-main event, uh, this one was super disappointing. Um Greg Hardy against was the who did he fight against? Alan Crowder. Crowder. Alan Crowder. Um, yeah, the disqualification really didn't look good, especially with with his background and, and his history. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't look good on him. Uh, he, like I said, is just inexperienced. He, he should have been in the prelims. Uh, maybe I don't know if the pressure had anything to do with it as far as being the co main event, uh, but first fight in the UFC, like in front of a crowd and stuff, yeah. But Crowder, it was Crowder, right? Was that, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, he did play that that mental game with him. I mean, he did did realize that you know, Hardy's usually wins within you know the first minute of the first round that's in his previous fights so he pretty much just had to weather the storm and uh take him into deeper water than he's been before and uh and that's what he did and and hardy was getting tired yeah he was once he uh noticed that hardy was getting tired he started to trash talk get in his head and and i really think that did play a role in in that knee um one, he was tired, and two, he was frustrated because this guy was, you know, mouthing off to him and, and trash talking him. And uh, yeah, he, he caught him with that knee, and that was it. But did so you back. notice that the, the knee didn't really land as clean as clean as should? I don't know. It looked like it was right inside of the head. It, 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 yeah, I, it was, but it, it was more. It looked like it slipped through. But I mean, it did caught. It did catch him. But uh, I mean, this, that's if, like a two hundred fifty pound guy, you know. But if, if I bet you they were standing up and and Crowder was almost like in a like bent over position, and he got knee with that knee, he would have been able to still stand up. Mm. You know what I mean, I mean, it's a free win if you get knee in the head, especially a lot of them do. A lot of them do it on, on purpose. They if they get knee, they'll fall like, oh man, they can't get up no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a you get a, uh, you get the the winning, the win. It's uh, like a flop. Yeah, but you get yeah. you get your your money for fighting. Then you get the the winning person uh, money thing. So yeah, might as well. Yeah, but I mean, there's really no telling. I mean, the guy's super athletic. He's probably two fifty plus. Uh, to get need by him, 
you know, I'm sure it hurt. I mean, whether I would have, I wouldn't doubt it hurt. I mean, um, grew up playing football and shit, man. I mean, and that does put uh, Crowder at a disadvantage. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a sh a shot he didn't have to take because it was illegal. Uh, it could have been a different outcome if he didn't kneel. We could have seen Crowder actually win, or we could have saw Hardy land the shot. That would have been interesting to let it go, uh, but but yeah, it wouldn't be fair to Crowder after taking. No, it, it wouldn't. I mean, I understand. I understand the stoppage. Uh, I mean, shit. If I was Crowder and I knew that I got a need, like an illegal need, I would have thrown the fight too. I mean, why not? You're gonna mm -hmm. get the win. Uh, it doesn't make you look manly, but I mean, shit. Money's money. You know yeah, I mean? but I mean and, the crowd. And who knows? Crowd, maybe he did hit him. Yeah, and the crowd seemed to be, you know, they all seemed to agree. I mean, they all booed Hardy. Uh, they all. I don't. I think for one, a lot of people just don't like him for for his history. But mm -hmm. yeah, it was an illegal knee, and and he did get booed. So it's I, not I, like. I think uh, Greg Hardy should have just held him down and start, uh, like uppercutting him i think he would have actually had him because crowder yeah crowder looked kind of tired also not as much as greg hardy but uh, yeah it, it, well that was the what go ahead now i was gonna uh, say that was just uh inexperienced and, and yeah and it hardy, is then greg hardy you go for the he's just, a, he's just a raw fighter so we'll see mm -hmm. if he if he continues fighting because i know they're going to give him another chance yeah uh if he develops yeah, we'll see where he is. I mean, who knows? Maybe mm -hmm. he's just all power and no technique. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But good and for Crowder. Yeah. And that leads us to the main event. Where, uh, oh, by the way, I was wrong there, too. So that's another one for me. I had Greg Hardy winning that one, and I was wrong. And then in the main I event, I, I, picked, picked, I, I picked Hardy also. Yeah, yeah, we both picked Hardy. And then uh, the main event, I picked TJ Dylan Shaw, and I was wrong. So, but that was a that was an exciting thirty seconds. That was impressive. Uh, a lot of people thought it was the ref called it too early, and maybe he did. But I, I really don't see uh, TJ recovering after that. I mean, Sehudo was on top of him. He was on fire. He was he was super fast. Yeah, he uh, was right. Yeah, it was as good as a wrestler he was. I, I don't think he would have lost a bad, you know, a good position. He would have kept that position and just kept wailing at him. Uh, so TJ, I feel it was a good position. TJ looks like he got sucked up, though, right? It wasn't a good look for him. He didn't yeah, look as, as strong. Yeah, he, yeah, supposedly he said he was lifting heavier, but. I don't think so. I mean, he looked like Skeletor. He, he didn't look strong at all. I mean, there's one. There's the one point where Henry just barely pushed him, and he TJ Dillashaw just failed. And mm. uh, and I was like, when that happened, I was like, oh my god, Henry Henry Cejudo is gonna overpower him. Uh, yeah. but I was well, right on. I was right on the Cejudo pick. Cejudo looked strong. I mean, for a yeah, little he guy, did. he was. Yeah. He looked strong. Um, like a... Diego Sanchez had posted uh, his theory and in, in, in why TJ got rocked so easily and, and it may make sense that you know when you get dehydrate yourself and cut that weight mm -hmm. you do tend to to lose 
water and and, and your brain also you uh, leaving you prone to concussions faster and things like that like you don't get a chance to rehydrate and especially in in, in your brain mm. uh, and oh, so yeah. you, since that, they that, cut out that the 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 water things right the iv they're no longer yeah, the able to, so they don't they don't get a great height they don't really get to hydrate as great as they used to yeah. uh when they take those big weight cuts yeah. uh so who knows maybe that 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 had something to do with it but isn't isn't also when uh when you're actually dehydrated your muscles don't fire as fast as they're supposed to the the what was it it's some type of like muscle fi fiber something like that mm -hmm. they, they don't fire the way they're supposed to so you don't react as fast and you even if you're supposedly even if your brain is actually there your muscles are can't keep up to whatever you want to do because of a model dehydration sure. yeah i'm sure it plays some role uh it, it would take a bit of an edge i guess off you but the thing is, but I don't want to take I don't want to take that win from Henry Cejudo. Man, I mean, who knows? Maybe at one thirty five, he would have done the same thing. It's just, yeah, no, he looked really good. I was really impressed. He looked really good. Uh, and, and the thing is, how a lot of people are saying that it's a uh, like an early stoppage. Isn't a stoppage supposed to be once the guy's eyes kind of sort of roll to the back? Yeah, well, that that's pretty much. Was, uh, there was Depending one punch on. that actually that hit him and made uh, teachers Dillis, so I was like, heads kind of sort of snap back. And it made, I don't know if it was just so fast that I couldn't see it good, but his eyes, they looked glassy by then. Well, I mean, I couldn't see that his eyes. I watched, I watched it on my phone. But uh, what I did notice was his body did go limp. Like he, he did, uh, he, like the, his muscles, his whole body just went limp. He, like that Yeah, he gave up on him. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I was like, when I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, dude, no, that's a knockout." But they were they haven't stopped it yet. And then they stopped it, and then later on, Dana White and everybody they were complaining like, "Oh, it's an early stoppage." I don't think it was. I mean, dude, I'd rather just take a loss, even though they're they don't want to lose. But that thing can actually keep uh, catch up to you if you take too many hits like that, man. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I mean. Whether it was an early stoppage or not, I still didn't see TJ surviving anymore. I mean, yeah. if, if they weren't going to stop it there, they would have stopped it five seconds later because uh, Sehuzo was just fast, super fast, and he would have been on him. Yeah, and, he was flying. Yeah, so that that was it. That was that was the UFC. I think it went pretty pretty good. Um, I was able to watch it on my phone, of course. But uh, I tried to get it onto my uh, to the TV, but I couldn't figure it out. So I just laid in bed and watched it on my phone. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that's for another subject. But I, there's a way how to do it. Uh, so what was your record? Uh, let me see. I, if I if I count the Joanne Calderwood, which we didn't do, I, the, I believe. With the Joanne Calderwood, I believe I was five and three, but we didn't do it. I didn't have my prediction, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the three and four. Uh, I think I believe I had four right and three wrong. Okay, I was three and four. I had three rights and four wrong. Uh, I should have, I should have gone with the uh, because if I would have picked the 
the one that had more experience and stuff like that, I would have actually been five and two. But I decided to give those underdog a chance, and they fucked me over. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was four and three. Uh, Like I said, if I had, if we had did a prediction on the Joanne Calder, would have been five and three. And you know what? That was you know just speaking of it, since we're on that subject, shit, that was a good fight. Uh, Joanne Calderwood did really well. Um, I thought it was going to be a, a stand-up war all the way through, but uh, she ended up using some some grappling and and uh, training at that new facility uh, with uh, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called. Syndicate, I, I believe it's called Syndicate MMA. Uh, I guess her ground game has really improved. So uh, yeah, she was able to finish. Uh, how did she win? I want to say it was an armbar. I know she was a submission, but yeah, she she did really good. Good for her, Joanne yeah. Calderwood. Yeah, I missed that fight. I uh, I came in a little late, and I actually missed the Donald Cerrone, which oh man, I was pissed off. But yeah, it was yeah, a good show. Cerrone I liked it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Oh no, Joanne Calderwood won by decision. For some reason, I was thinking it was a submission. Yeah. Why well, she dominated 3026, 3026, 3027. Decision. That's good. I think she did have some submission attempts. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. But, she, but yeah, her ground game really improved. Her jiu-jitsu. Like, the, the one thing about I like uh, about Carl, um, Joanne, I like her accent. I like hearing her talk. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I heard her when she was on Invicta. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she has that super soft uh, uh, voice, and then with that accent, yeah, it's she, cute. She's, yeah, it's all bubbly, and you just, you just want to hug, go hug her, hug her voice. And then yeah. she she was wearing that uh, little Scottish kilt, and she had the side of her head shaved. Yeah, she had a good look to her, ah. and uh, and she was really great striker. I just remember that too. She had some really great strikes. I don't know, the only thing I remember more about her is her voice. I love yeah. her voice. It's 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 yeah. nice. It's, it's nice to be here. <laughs> anyway, well, that what? would be that was it for for the weekend. And then this weekend we have uh, there's no football. I don't believe so. The only thing we have is Bellator two fourteen. Uh, it's the finale of the heavyweight Grand Prix. Uh, that one I'm looking forward to. Uh, I always like Bellators and, and looking at them. I, uh, they don't get that much attention as UFC does, but I, 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 I'm just an MMA fan in general, and, and I enjoy watching Bellator. So we got prediction for those two. Mm-hmm. You want to start so, from? Okay, I'm just gonna. I don't follow Bellator like the way you do uh but i've actually been watching some of the fights uh from fedor and vader and pico and uh i keep forgetting the other guy's name henry corrales henry corrales yeah mm-hmm. but uh uh the other two there you could actually explain to me who they are and stuff like that okay well, yeah, we'll go ahead and start at the bottom of the main card. 
which is uh, the first fight of the main card is should be Juan Arshuleta versus Ricky Bandejas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juan Archuleta, he's got a, a really good record. They actually both got really good records. Uh, but Archuleta does train with TJ Dillashaw, so uh, he does uh, he does really well. Uh, in his previous fights, he's got uh, his records twenty one and one. Um, that's what I have on on from SureDog. Mm-hmm. He's, he's on a sixteen fight win streak. Uh, his wow. Only- yeah, his only loss was to a submission in 2015. Uh, 11 finishes by 11 finishes. One of them was a submission. The rest were by KO or TKO. So, yeah, he's a finisher. So he hasn't gone the distance with anybody? Uh, no, no. Yeah, he's gone. He's He's gone to several decisions. Oh, okay. Uh, Ten, I would say ten. Yeah, it'd have to be ten uh, decisions because he's got eleven finishes. I was like, only wow. one of them by submission. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. And then he's fighting Ricky Bandejas. Uh, he's eleven and one. He's on a six-fight win streak. He recently beat uh, James Gallagher, which is uh, was a young prospect from Ireland that trains in. Uh, trains in the same gym as McGregor. So he he was getting a lot of push by Bellator. And Gallagher was actually doing really good. He was really good at submissions, and he had a lot of momentum behind him and a lot of trash talking. But this Bandejas guy just yeah, he knocked out. It was a first-round knockout of that Gallagher. He beat him bad. He made Gallagher look really bad. It was a really great fight. Mm. Good for Bandejas. Yeah, um, yeah he's... Got three submissions, four KOs, and four decisions. Uh, his only loss was also to a submission. So, that, I mean, they're pretty evenly matched, uh, aside from the fact that Archuleta does have 10 more fights. But, uh, I mean, they they look pretty pretty close. Uh, Archuleta looks much stronger, though, and he's a couple years older. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Archuleta for this one. But it should be a good fight. I think it's a sleeper. Uh, not enough people really know about these guys, and and I think they'll be surprised. It should be a really good fight. Okay. Uh, since, like I said, I don't know who those two fighters are, but I'll I'll go for the other guy just because his last name sounds like dishes. <laughs> Ricky <Yeah>. dishes. <laughs> but uh. I uh, eleven and one. It's not bad, especially twenty-one and one or twenty-one. It's not bad either. That's actually it's kind of hard. They're really to great records. Yeah, they're really great records. I mean, the only thing that edged edged it out for me was the fact that uh, Archuleta does train with with some really great fighters. He trains with uh, T.J. Dillashaw, who's the champ. Or yeah, well, he actually still is the champ. Uh, Dwayne Ludwig. So. I mean, he comes from a good fight team. And who does uh, Ricky Badejas train with? Uh, I forgot. Uh, it was, uh, it's in New Jersey, I believe. Uh, team Catone or something like that. Um, I think he used to be an, an old UFC fighter. But I don't know if there's any other big names that come from that, that training camp. So. Okay. 
But I mean, he does look good. I mean, he does have a good record, and and uh, he really won in a dominant fashion as far as that last fight goes against James Gallagher, who who was also really good, a young prospect. So uh, yeah, I need to check it out. Sounds interesting. Yeah, and they're fighting that featherweight. Uh, and like I said, Archuleta looks looks like the bigger fighter. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then after that fight, we have uh, a heavyweight bout between Jake Hager against J.W. Kaiser. Now, this one uh, is just getting thrown in there for the fact that uh, Jake Hager is a former WWE, WWE fight wrestler, right? Yeah, he yeah. was with that he was with was, the WWE for eleven years. Yeah, that dude is freaky strong, though, man. He would, you, uh, when I would watch wrestling, he would pick up people like easily. Which I know, I know, a lot of the it's momentum because they they're gonna help you pick them up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, this guy was freaky strong. Yeah, I well, he him does he have. He does have a, a background in, in wrestling. He was an all-American wrestler from Oklahoma. Yeah. He's a yep. big guy, 6'4", 250 pounds. Uh, it says here 6'7". Six, seven. Oh, 6'7"? Six, oh, yeah. I, mean, well, I, I, I got that from Sherdog. Sure so, um, yeah, it's his pro debut, but he's uh, coming in with the hype as far as the WWE. So, Okay, we'll but see. he doesn't have no other fights at all, not even amateur fights? I don't think he's got any amateur fights. He's just a wrestler and uh, WWE. So, um, but do you remember when they gave a lot of crap to Brock Lesnar for getting the chance to find the UFC? Mm-hmm. And he had uh, amateur fights. He actually had a couple, like one or two uh, professional fights, and they gave a lot of crap to him. But nobody's saying anything bad about this guy. Well, no. Well, they're not bringing this guy in like like Brock. Brock, they had brought him in, and, and he came in. I think he had some some pretty big fights. Or uh, plus, yeah, I think Brock was a bigger name. Yeah, Brock was. They they just wanted to hate him because he had that stupid tattoo on his chest and crap. <laughs> stupid penis <laughs> tattoo. The <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the CM Punk, of course. Yeah, okay, in. yeah. No, that's different. CM Punk should have never yeah. been there, man. CM Punk, the problem with CM Punk that he was too old mm-hmm. to start training. He had no background at all and and wrestling. I don't think he had no background in wrestling. He had no background in any type of martial arts. And he just wanted, like, you know what? I'm going to try it, and they gave him a chance, which, yeah. CM Punk should have never been there. Yeah, I mean, I, no. I, I'll congratulate him for having massive balls to actually get in there. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, not anybody which is like, you know what? I'm going to go join the UFC. It doesn't matter. Uh, if you have no background, it doesn't matter who you are, whatever. You don't. It's, that's just a fucking wrong sport to go in there. It's like. Yeah. A guy can't just get up. You know what? I'm going to go play in the NFL just because you know how to throw football <laughs> outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just because you ran over your son and you think you're all. Yeah. Well, I think I think UFC okayed it since he already had a lot of a big following from the WWE. And, uh, you know, they saw money and yeah. they went ahead and gave him the okay. 
And I, I know this guy had, I know this guy had a background. Jake Hager has a background in uh, in wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, because I remember they would talk about him a lot, and they show his pictures where he was in college, and he was actually up there in yeah. his wrestling career. Yeah, no, I, I was. Yeah, I researched uh, his opponent, J.W. Kaiser, and uh, yeah, no, this guy. I mean, like in wrestling terms, he would be a jobber. Just okay. Uh, is this fight a gimme for Jake, or is it like we'll see what happens? I, I think it is. I think it, they just want to make sure he gets a, a win, and just to see, you know, whether you know he he's got what it takes. Uh, can he take a punch? Can he handle somebody actually striking at him? And you know, is is how how he's going to do inside the cage? How he moves? I think it's just a chance. To to see him actually perform in the cage. I mean, it is his pro debut, um, and he is going up against a guy who's zero and one professional record and an amateur record of like one and three. Oh my uh, god! I, doesn't it suck? Okay, you have zero and one. At least you have one professional fight, but you mm-hmm. don't. You can't even get a picture on the Bellator website. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Jake Hager has zero and zero. He already has a picture. <laughs> Unless yeah, maybe yeah. that's his face for real. Yeah, maybe it's just a shadow. <laughs> just a shadow. Yeah, he has no face, no mouth, or nothing. He's just he's all hair and shadow. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this this Kaiser guy, he's um, it's a smaller fighter too. I believe he's like six feet, two hundred and twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at his record. I think all of his losses are like first round KOs. So, yeah, I think this is just going to be a gimme uh, yeah. for Jake. Um, I hope it. I hope it doesn't come out as Jake Hager versus I don't know Tomato Can. You know what I mean? It was like way back <laughs> fight days. You remember they used to just like they used to send a bunch of tomato cans to Silva mm-hmm. just to build up his his legacy. I hope that doesn't happen because I, I I want. Jake Hager to actually fight somebody that's not so much a gimme because if he wins and he wins like a big fashion, and then what about his next fight or his, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like, what did they give him a good fight and then he gets knocked out and then he never comes yeah. back at all? Yeah, well, I think uh, well Bellator is pretty good at bringing up these young prospects. They usually give them a good, easy card first, and then you know they work them up. They don't they don't just give them tough fights, well, except for Aaron Pico. Uh, everybody else that they've they've brought up, um, they've you know they work them up. They don't really go out and give these guys super hard fights. They did it with uh, Kimball Slice's son. Uh, they did it with um, I want to say Kerry Melendez. Uh, there's other prospects that they've had where they've Hoist Gracie's son too. I think they you know they give opponents that they. Their professional records aren't so great, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, or it's their pre- pro debut, so they work their way up, and 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 eventually, you know, the competition gets a little bit tougher and tougher. So they, they Bellator does a good job as far as building up their prospects. I think they're they're good about that. So yeah. it'll, it's it's just just be a good way to see what he's about and and if he can hang in there. I, I think he can. Of course, his Kaiser guys had several fights already, but only one win. Uh, this will be Jake's first professional fight, so we'll see how it goes. 
it didn't go great for uh, CM Punk. So they should have done that for CM Punk. They should have gave him a gimme. They should have gave him a shadow person too. No. Yeah, they should. Shadow with hair. They gave him Mickey Gall, and Mickey Gall was was no uh, no schmo. He was Mickey Gall was really good. Actually, Mickey Gall has a good record. I don't know. They just yeah, thought, like, oh, it's CM Punk. CM Punk is a WWE wrestler. He should be able to handle it. No, he got manhandled, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They 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 gave a CM Punk the wrong intro fight. You know? Yeah, it was like like as like CM Punk was the like it was a hole and Mickey Gall was a was a pimp. He wanted his money, <laughs> <laughs> and the hole didn't have his money. So yeah, it was. I don't know. It was it was sad to see uh, when I was watching it. I had to like, oh my god, can't believe yeah, this is happening. Because hard for everyone. Yeah. So but, that's the second fight of the night. Uh, our co-main event is going to be. What do you pick? What do you pick for this one? Oh, Jake Hager, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, it'll probably be another first round finish. Okay, I'm gonna pick Jake Hager because I can't go. I can't root for a person that doesn't job. even have a yeah, doesn't even have a photo. I'm sorry, JW Kaiser, but you if Belcher doesn't want to give you a photo, they don't really have faith in you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's sad though, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So our co main event is uh, Aaron Pico, another young prospect. Super awesome fights. Uh, his last fights have been super impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fighting Henry Corrales, who's also got a great record. Uh, former King of the Cage champ. He's that's probably uh, Aaron Pico's toughest fight uh, to date yet. Um, Henry Corrales is uh, he's got a record of sixteen and three. He's on a four fight win streak. Uh, the his only three losses have really been to championship caliber fighters. Uh, one of the pit bulls, uh, Daniel Strauss and uh, Emmanuel Sanchez, who fought for the championship, but they're all you know top three fighters. Mm-hmm. So he, he's fought some good names, and, and he's only lost to to top fighters. Right? Uh, but every. And Henry Pico's last fight was actually to an awesome fighter, also, no? Uh, yeah, Higo. Higo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leandro Higo. The only thing with Leandro Higo is I believe he normally fights at 135 and he came up he, in weight to fight Aaron Pico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry Corrales is the, I think, is a natural 145 or featherweight. He, he looks like he, that's the weight he fights in. Uh, same as Eric Pico, I think they're natural one uh, featherweight, so it should be a good fight. This is like I said, this will be a tough one for for Aaron Pico. Uh, Aaron Pico's record is four and one. Uh, they're all been first round knockouts or, or TKOs. He's got great body shots, great boxing. Uh, and he's been boxing and wrestling since he was a kid. I mean, they've been getting this guy ready since he was a kid. He, he does really well. Yeah, he's been uh, training he's also, since since he was three years old. Yeah, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's he's a great wrestler, great boxer. Uh, he trains with Freddie Roach. Uh, I mean, I, I I I mean, this guy is the future without a doubt. He's also on a four fight win streak, and 
but like I said, this is his, uh, this is going to be the toughest fight for Pico yet. Uh, there's a 10-year difference. Uh, Aaron Pico's 22. Corrales is 32. Uh, Corrales obviously has more experience as far as fighting in the cage. Uh, not to take away Aaron Pico. I mean, like I said, he has been training since he was a kid, so it's not like he's inexperienced. But as far as fighting in the cage, Corrales does have uh, the bigger record. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking Pico on this one. Uh but it should be good. I think this is another one that's going to be a really good one that people really haven't really taken notice to. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pick uh, Pico also because from watching some of the fights earlier, I noticed that Henry's uh, he lets like the middle uh, unprotected, like his middle, like right in the middle, the, the, the middle line. Yeah. yeah. He's open for straight and, shots. Yeah. And, Beagle, Aaron Beagle, that's what he does a lot when I was watching the, some of his earlier fights. Uh, he does a lot of straight sh uh, shots. And Henry Corrales, when he throws his, his hook shots, he, lives, he leaves his, uh, his jaw open, his chin open. So I'm going to actually pick, I'm going to think, I think it's going to be probably, I don't think it's going to go to the second round. If it does go to the second round, it's going to be an early knockout in the first, second round. But I say, I want to say maybe like in the third, fourth minute on the first round, it's going to be a uh, KO for Aaron mm -hmm. Pico. Well, I, I don't, that's another thing. This is another thing. As, uh, as far as Corrales goes, I don't think he's been knocked down. I don't think he's ever he been. He hasn't. He hasn't. I, I, I've, I've watched this thing. He hasn't been knocked out. And I think he's I, only lost to decisions and, and I think maybe even to submission. Uh, so it's interesting to see if, if, you know, I mean, if he, if he hasn't been hurt that bad, can Pico finish him with strikes or is he going to take him down and submit him? Uh, but when he fought, uh, Pitbull, he took a lot of shots to his head and, and Harry Corrales, he has a, yeah, he has a strong chin. He has a yeah, good chin. Tough. Super tough. So, but I, I, I want to say there's going to be a knockout in the first. Because I want to see Pico get moved. I want to see Pico get uh, pushed to for a title fight. Well, this is the fight. Yeah, this is the fight. Like I said, this is the toughest fight. Like I said, Corrales has only lost to the top, you know, in, in his weight division. Um, so if, if Pico can get through Corrales, that'll probably put him in the top five easy. Um, and probably soon you know if he beats him he can probably get a title shot within the year i mean he may have to fight one or two more people but i wouldn't be surprised before the year is over he gets a title shot if he keeps going at this rate uh but yeah it should be a good fight because corrales is super tough uh i think pico's gonna have to really work on those body shots if he's gonna hurt him yeah I don't, I don't know if he'll, he'll knock him out with a, a head ko he may get him with the body shot you know maybe even submit him uh, we'll, we'll see, but I, I see it probably a body shot. Uh, okay, let's just say let's just say he can knock him out. Well, how do you think Aaron Pico is gonna react to let's say the third round? Uh, and well, yeah, that's another thing is I mean we haven't seen Pico go past the first. Um, okay, he, I he could he might handle the second, but let's just say he gets pushed to the third. Would he be able to mental wise? Would he be able to continue doing it? Or continue I think, fighting. I, I think 
I mean, conditioning-wise, he can handle it. But like you say, mentally, since he hasn't been to the third round, uh, I'm thinking I think he can. I think mentally he's a strong person. I think mentally he's got what it takes. I think he's got that championship mentality. Because he has a good chin also. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think he he'll uh he'll fold under pressure. I, I think I mean he's been doing this since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he's got that championship mentality. I, I think he'll 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 still do good in the third round. Yeah, he probably got what it takes to go five rounds. I yeah, I see I see this guy going you know, like I said, he's the future. I think he's going a lot uh far. So yeah, I'm going with Pico. Yeah, I'll go with Pico also. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to decision, but I, I, I do think Pico will take it with a finish. Yeah, it should be it it should be a good fight though. Yeah. Yep, and then the main event, uh, the finale of the heavyweight Grand Prix, it's gonna be Fedor Emelianenko versus Ryan Bader. This one is really good. I, I'm actually really looking forward to it. I watched every fight from the heavyweight uh, tournament, and I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I know you don't like when they, you know, draw it out the whole year or, or for months, but I really don't mind it. It keeps me looking forward to each Bellator. Um, yeah, but this one is a true heavyweight versus a light heavyweight. Um, but Bader and, doesn't walk around as a light heavyweight man. Bader looks oh, massive though. Yeah, yeah, no, he he cuts to to get to his lightweight. But uh, he actually he actually looks bigger than than Fader, man. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure Fader doesn't even really cut. Uh, and Fedor is actually small for a heavyweight. Uh, yeah, he usually walks around like the two twenties. Uh, you know, he could go up more, but. They'll probably be around the same weight uh, come fight night. Fedor's mm-hmm. uh, 42 years old. Bader, 35. Bader is a light heavyweight champ. This is Bader's opportunity to be a double champ. Uh, his record is 26 and 5. Uh, Fedor Milenko's 38 and 5. Huge difference as far as experience. Well, really, not really, but no, 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 not really. Because once you once you head over the 20s and stuff like that. It's just yeah. fight after fight, so. Yeah, but Fedor does have uh, ton, tons of fights, uh, well over 40. Uh, he does is Fader, also... Cons- does Fedor still have his nickname? The Last Emperor? He still has a, he's still rocking that nickname? Yeah, still rocking the name. Uh, also, he's been considered to be one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Uh, he could be. I I uh, I don't think he's the goat. How a lot of people say. Uh, well, he's not in, the current and, greatest. But if but at look, the same time, if somebody from the U.S. he can't be considered the goat because they never really challenged Fader. You know what I mean, and Fader never really challenged. Came uh, Velasquez at his prime. Yeah. So. Yeah, but if you look over the span of the career, uh, Fader does have. I guess a more impressive resume as far as who's he's fought and, and so forth. Uh, but yeah. His tournaments, fights and pride. Uh, he's impressive to watch, man. Especially uh, 
because of his structure. His structure is just he he just looks like a like a potato. Yeah, yeah. He's the definition of dad bod. Yeah. So his his yeah, nickname no should point. be his nickname should be Fader Dadbot, right? Dadbot instead of the Last Emperor. Yeah, but uh, his power is is uh, amazing. The way he's able to push people off and they'll fall, they fall so easily when when he fights uh, people. And and I remember watching him in the Pride days. His power and his punches were weird and it looked like he barely touches people and you could see on the slow motion he does crack people and they just like boom they go all limp yeah uh, yeah I, i'm really looking forward to this one i i really don't know who's gonna win i mean i part of me says it's it's pretty obvious bader's gonna win he's a younger hungrier fighter a little bit lighter on his feet but man you, you just can't rule out fate or he i mean he's I guess he's got a lot of the same attributes. Uh, That's Tom Brady. (laughs) Isn't it, though, right? He's like the older quarterback. He's not supposed to win. He's not supposed to make this kind of comebacks and throws and all stuff, but he continues winning. Fedor is the Tom Brady of MMA. He just continues to win. He just doesn't. But, uh, yeah, he's just – it's weird how – his able to continue fighting and all that stuff and his power is still good. Uh, his yeah. strength and everything at 43 years old. Yeah. Well, his last two fights, the ones in the tournament were both uh, first round knockouts or TKOs. He beat Frank Mir and Shale Sun in, in the first round. So he, ha- he really hasn't taken very much damage. Uh, he did get knocked out by Matt Trion in his first Bellator appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I mean, like I said, he he won uh, his last his last two, which was Frank Mir and Chael Sonnen. And, and well, Frank Mir rocked him though. Yeah, it, 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 that was a good fight. Yeah, it was a uh, good fight. But the the way he threw Frank Mir around is weird. At at one point, yeah. like he's just and then uh, that one weird uppercut that he does, and he's just clocked Frank Mir. Hey, uh, hold on. I'm going to take a little, little break. Uh, let me take a 30-second break. I'll be back. Okay. So then, and Ryan Bader, what uh, he's defeated Matt, Matt Matrione, who also defeated Ryan Bader. But we really don't know if Matt Matrione uh, would have been a different outcome had he not gotten that knockout. It would have been interesting to see the full fight of... Uh, okay. I'm back. It was my cat. Ah. <laughs> no, I was talking about how Ryan Bader in his tournament run, he defeated King Mo with the first round TKO, and then he went to decision with Matt Mitrione. And Matt mm-hmm. Mitrione fought Bader and beat Bader. But uh I don't know if, I don't know what to expect really. Uh I I'm, I really just want to see it. Uh, if I have to take a guess, I'm man. I I really don't know who to go with. Uh, probably go with Bader, but I I'd really enjoy either one winning them. It, it, I, I like them both. I, I can I'd be happy with either one of them winning. But if I had to put money, it'd be Bader. Okay, I'm gonna go. What makes it hard is just. 
Peter's not like he's not he has that weird stare right like where he's not scared and that's what makes it hard to pick because he just yeah. doesn't show no emotions he's just dead he's like i don't know zombie fight or something bader's looking strong though that's the weird thing when he started fighting he moved up to heavyweight yeah he started looking strong and and he looks better than what he ever looked when he when he fought at the ufc level yeah, but, no, he looks. He's been doing really great. He looks good. But it's it's the same way. It's, it's hard to go against New England because of Tom Brady. It's the same same thing. Man, it's hard to go against Fader because just the way, just because of his history, because of his past, it's 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 just hard to pick. But gut wise, I'm gonna go with Vader. Uh I'm gonna go with Ryan Vader just because you said he's younger. And he just looks like he wants it, like really, really bad. He wants to be yeah. the the sec another, what they call now the champ, champ. So, uh, yeah, I'll pick I'll pick Ryan Bader. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I don't think this is gonna go to decision. That's my thing. No, no I don't think so either. Uh, I hope not. It would be more entertaining if there's a knockout or a submission, you know, just to finish. Uh, but I really can't wait. I, I really, pe- I think people don't take Bellator that serious. I think they think it's a second-rate fight uh, promotion, but it's actually very entertaining. I, I, it's easier to keep track of because there's less fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, and that's this is going to be on. Saturday, January twenty sixth. See, Probably and I'm more. happy. I'm happy that UFC doesn't have anything going this day. Uh, UFC needs to stop that shit already, man. They they need a yeah, okay, behave. It's uh, you're <laughs> known as as the top dog already. Why would you want to make Bellator disappear? Because Bell, having Bellator and having every other MMA organization around you is where. You're able to bring other fighters into it. It's let them fight in other places and let them develop who they are before you bring them to UC. Because not everybody wants to fight for the UC. Not everybody wants to fight uh, other places. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what's the one in, in Japan? Uh, one. One. Ryzen. There's well, there's both. I think. Yeah. Uh, some some people don't have a chance to fight in, in the UC, so they'll go to Ryzen. They'll go to one. They'll go. To any other place, so Houston, yeah, UC needs to stop that crap already. I don't know why it's, it's such a big deal for them to be uh, making shows while while other people are making shows, other companies are making shows. Yeah, it yeah it's a it's a competition thing, but it it kind of sort of derails MMA. Also, you don't think so because. Like I like I brought it so many times. MMA should be MMA. It shouldn't be considered UFC. If how would other, just say other UFC fans will realize that MMA is bigger than what UFC is. They need to let let's say like uh, okay, Bellator is gonna have a show. Let them watch Bellator. Let them develop their mind capacity of learning that there's other fighters out there. There's other organizations and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, I really don't see it as a big deal. Uh, I mean, for one, there's DVR, and then a lot of this is streamed, so you could always go back and watch it. Uh, I think competition is good. It Usually, is good. Personally, I, I when they're when they both uh, have a fight on the same night, I honestly I'll just watch Bellator. Um, I follow those fighters, and like I said, there's a smaller pool, so it's easier to be familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and UFC has so many fighters; they probably got I don't know over 400 fighters. I, I can't keep up with all of them. Um, the, it's entertaining. They're both, you know, really entertaining. UFC puts on great shows. They have got great fighters. Uh, probably some of the best in the world, without a doubt. But Bellator's not far behind. I mean, they're Bellator's got some really great fighters, and it'd be cool to see a cross promotion. Uh, yeah, think, like like the NFL, like AFC, NFC. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think Bellator's got some fighters that can can take out some UFC fighters without a doubt. Ooh, they'll be but, a uh, topic to talk about next time. Yeah, that, that's for sure something that that'll probably be in a future podcast. Uh, what would we like to see? What crossovers would we like to see? What fights? Okay, so um, it's like heavyweight, heavyweights versus heavyweight, uh, the champion versus champion, just so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, there, there should there'd be some good fights, but uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it for the weekend. Uh, well, this coming weekend, um, uh, I believe we have a top five on this podcast also. Oh wait, wait, wait. before we move on, okay. Uh, did that girl Joanna? I keep I can't remember her name. Joanna something, the one that was champion for such. No, no, the one that was champ for a long time. Oh, Joanna uh, I can't. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't say her name. Okay, did she get a boot job? Former strongest champ. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Joanna, uh, the, the strawweight champ, former straw, former strawweight champion. Yeah, I just don't know how to spell her name. Uh, a lot of people were talking about it. They, there was like a picture where her her chachas they look bigger than what they were. What really? they usually uh-huh. look. Yeah. Um, I, no, that's I not her. Uh, even social media, so I wouldn't know. Even Chelsea uh, Owen was talking about it. Really? Yeah, I said I didn't get. I didn't have a chance to actually look into the video. I was I was going to. To see if it was true or not, but I think well, he a lot agreed, of athletes, but... a lot of female athletes, especially fighters, uh, they'll do that just for the fact that you know they lose their boobs when they train, mm-hmm. uh, and to be marketable, they they will sometimes go up. Uh, Paige Van Zandt uh, did it. Um, who's the fighter? That used to that was always rivaling Ronda Rousey. Misha Tate, she did it. Uh, yeah. There's a, a, an Invicta fighter she used to fight in uh, UFC. I think her name's Perla Gonzalez. She did it. Um, so yeah, I, I think a lot of these fighters will will do it to help market themselves. Like I said, they, you know, these athletes they train like crazy. They a lot of them lose their boobs, so. Uh, I think they'll do it just, just to help it help them market themselves. Um, I got nothing against it. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would? Who would? Yeah, go against it. 
I mean, whether they do or they don't, I mean, there's a lot of great female fighters uh, that don't have boobs, and I still think, you know, they're impressive. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm I actually more impressed with their skill. Uh, if they have a boob job or not, doesn't make a difference to me. But, uh, yeah, whenever they got a lot of heart and they got a lot of skill, it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, it says right here that she's rocking a new look on the on the tablet. I'm looking at the tablet thing. Yeah, do you have? Do you follow her on Instagram? No, no, I, I, I don't. Yeah, it's on her Instagram. But yeah. I anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't so, give more than a look. <laughs> anyway. Well, so we had, a, we had the, the what? That leads us to our next discussion: our, our top five '80s movies. Yeah, top '80s movies, top five '80 movies. This this was also this one was a tough one. This was a whole lot tougher than I thought. So, so it it was it was too too hard. Um, maybe we should have gone like a top ten, but still, even a top ten was was kind of hard. Yeah, so all I, I did doing a, a top five action, top five comedy, I think that might have been a little bit easier, but uh nah, this is just our top five favorite 80s movies. That's at least how I viewed it, and that's how I ranked it. My my top five 80s movies, mm-hmm. uh then and now, of course. Um do you want to we'll we'll do like we do last time, we'll just start off at five and work our way up to number one. Okay, uh I have uh, the honorable mentions first, or you want to save the honorable mentions for the at the for the end? Yeah, we can go through honorable mention mentions uh, towards the end. We won't go too in depth because there's so many. I actually have so many. I think I I had to choose from like thirty movies. I wrote down thirty movies that I really liked. Uh, so I'm not going to say all thirty, of course, but uh, I'll say a couple of um, honorable mentions that I, I liked. Okay, uh, you want to start it or you start first? Sure, my, my number five, top five 80s movies is Commando. That one, for some reason, I just remember as a kid watching it, always enjoy watching it. And I I haven't watched it recently, but I, I, I still like it and I, I still remember it very clearly. Uh, so yeah, Commando is one of my top five for sure. It is my number five. Number five, my number five is uh, Evil Dead. Uh, the reason Evil Dead has always stuck with me because that was one of the first movies that I remember that scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. And because of that movie, that's what like developed this thing for me to want to watch scary movies. I loved Evil Dead. And to this day, I still watch Evil Dead every once in a while. Um, I don't know. It was, just, it was one of the movies actually that at one point wanted I wanted to make movies because of Evil Dead. I just I, I like watching it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Evil Dead? I've seen most of it. Uh, I, I, which which is the one with? Uh, I think I've seen the other one, where the guy with the shotgun. Yeah. Is that that okay. one or is that the follow up? Because the there's three of them. There's Evil Dead. There's yeah, Evil Dead Two, and then there's a. Uh, uh, was it the Army of Darkness? That's Wait. the one I saw. Okay, yeah, Army of Darkness. 
Army of Darkness and Evil Dead Two, they're more of a comedy mm-hmm. instead of a instead of scary. Uh, Evil Dead Two was scary. It was just weird, especially being that little and then watching mm-hmm. something like that. It, it, I don't know, but I loved it though. Yeah. Okay, your number four. My number four. I forgot to mention on Commando. It was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, young Alyssa Milano. Uh, anyhow. I, I just forgot to mention in case somebody didn't know it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, my number four movie, uh, Weird Science. I, that's another one that I watched a lot when I was a kid and thought it was hilarious. Uh, Kelly LeBrock. I remember Kelly LeBrock. And uh, I, I just thought it was hilarious. I, I would enjoy watching that movie. Um, okay. I so- love that movie, but uh, it, it was it was funny. It was it had everything that a comedy movie should be, but let's be real, dude. Everybody watched that movie because of Kelly LeBrock, man. Nobody watched it because it was a comedy movie. But it was still funny. It's still hilarious, and I can still watch it today and still laugh. Yeah, no, so, that's yeah. a that's a funny movie. I love that movie. Yeah, so that made my top number four. Okay, uh, my top four is Goonies. Goonies, yeah. Goonie, Goonie was the first movie. That I saw, well, okay, yeah, that was the first movie that I saw about little kids going on an adventure. That movie actually like implanted little things in my head. Like I wanted someday, I would. It, it actually made me go look at it behind uh, picture frames and stuff like that. And I wanted to find a map because <laughs> I thought treasure it was going to lead me. Uh huh. I thought it was going to lead me to a treasure hunt, and uh, but I never did. I looked probably whole hundreds and hundreds, sometimes even little tiny pictures. And I should have, I should have actually realized that my mom and my grandma is the one that put the picture in there. So if there would have been a uh, treasure, uh, treasure map back there, they would have seen it. But yeah, that was a movie that oh, I, just, I fell in love with that movie. All right. Um, my number three, you know, this one's a little bit of a curveball. But I liked it. It was one of my favorites is La Bamba with uh, uh, the movie about Richie Valens. Uh, I, I liked it for some reason. Uh, the song still sticks with me. I, I, I still hear it. It's in my playlist. Do you uh, yell yeah. out? Do you yell out Richie? Every no. once in a while or no? No? No. That means you're not a fan. Do you need to f- go, go where you live, find a bridge, and you have to yell it out. Like loud, where everybody can. <laughs> if don't you know, don't do that, that, that means you're not a true fan. If it was my number one movie, maybe, but no, it made number three. Ah, uh, okay. uh, so. yeah. Now, I, yeah. I, I could never ever get into that movie. I've seen it, and it's weird. I don't really like that movie. I'm, I'm not like a true story person, mm. like movie wise. Uh, but I've seen that movie maybe like five, six times, and like, like every so many years. But I can't get into the movie. It's like Selena. I, I can't get into Selena. Yeah, no, me neither. But okay. La Bamba, I remember as a kid going with my family to the Crystal City movie theater and watching it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember that. Okay, I love the songs. Don't get me wrong. I love the song. I love the music. I just couldn't get into it. And your parents took you to see La Bamba and at the theater? I'm pretty sure I, I have this faint memory of going 
to watching it at the theater. Man, my parents would take me. They would take us to go see uh, scary movies. They would take us to see uh, like Michael Myers movies and like Halloween movies and Jason and all stuff. Friday the 13th. They would take us to see those kind of movies. And I mean, dude, we loved it. Except half of the time we couldn't see the screen because there was stupid bad parts coming on. But it was, we loved going to scary movies. We saw Goonies. Not Goonies. We saw... Uh, that's what we call Gremlins. We saw Gremlins. Uh, we saw one of the Supermans, uh, which I could never get into the Superman movies. I don't know. But anyway, um, my number three is it's it's a bitch move, but the Die Hard series. Okay, but not all uh, of them were in the eighties, were they? Yeah, but I couldn't get rid of the ones that are not in the eighties, and I still would pick Die Hard. <laughs> They just say yeah, that, Die Hard, Die Hard one and two will be okay. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to crawl through vents because of that stupid movie. <laughs> I wanted to crawl <laughs> through vents, and I wanted, I, I wanted to be the guy that's uh, running around barefoot, and I, uh, I wanted to be the hero and uh, stuff. And I thought that that's the way life was. Just one guy can actually defeat hundreds of people with guns and shit. And um, yeah, that was one of the movies that just made me. That, that was like a, one of the ones that made me fall in love with cinema. Also, it was a it was an awesome story. It was it was it was a it was a good it was a good movie. Yeah, I didn't watch that movie until I was a little bit older. But I yeah, once I did watch it, I liked it. Uh, it didn't it didn't make Bruce it Willis. Did yeah, it make it in the top five? Would it make it in the top ten? Uh, no, it actually didn't make my top ten. But, Damn uh, you, Javier. It, it wasn't my big list on my list of 20 or 30 that I wrote down. You, um, you picked La Bamba over Die Hard. Yep. You better believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> number two, my number two movie, The Blues Brothers. I love that movie. I can still watch it today. It's one of my favorites. I love The Blues Brothers. That Yeah, that made my number two. Okay. I have James Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and then there's tons of musical uh, guests. Yeah, uh, I've, I've never seen that movie. The, the music's great. There's comedy. There's car chases. It's uh, yeah, I, I can understand a lot of people may not get into it, but uh, I, I watched that movie because uh, my my uncle would watch it, and when I stayed over with my cousin, uh, we watched it, and, and I, I actually wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't for them, because it doesn't look appealing at first, but when I watched it, I really liked it, and so every time it would come on TV, for sure, I watched it. So yeah, Blues Brothers, my number two. It could have been my number one, but number one's a good one, and I'll get to that one a little bit. How about your number two? Okay. Uh, mine... My number two is Indiana Jones, the second one. I would have picked the whole series also, but then you're going to be like, yeah, but one of them didn't, <laughs> wasn't it? But uh, part two. But it has to be in the 80s. That's the whole. Part two is in of... the 80s. Part one, <laughs> two, and three, they're in the 80s. But more the part two. The part two was actually the first Indiana Jones movie that I saw. Uh, I saw that one before I saw part one, and that was the reason why I decided to see part one and so on and so forth. But Indiana Jones, the reason it stuck with me, because it, it was also the same movie that uh, 
made me wanted to go through caves and stuff like that. I uh, I thought that you could find gold and and I thought there was gonna be like booby traps, all that stuff. So Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, one of the best actors ever. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's no Kevin Costner, but yeah, he's pretty cool. And then he could. Harrison Ford can beat up Kevin Costner, man. If they would have been in the cage fight, you don't think Harrison Ford in his prime would beat up Kevin Costner in his prime? Not a, not a chance. Not a chance. Dude, he would beat the shit out of him. He would beat, <laughs> the, shit. He beat the shit out of him, and he would take his girlfriend away. Not not even close. Uh, I don't know. That's up to debate, but you know it is true. No. Okay. And your number one movie? My number one movie, uh, Rocky IV. Uh, yeah. That one, that one, and that one still motivates me. I go watch it. I would have picked Rocky V, but it's not in the it's not in the eighties. But Rocky Four was just as good, and that one got me through. Uh, got me through the gym, uh, working out like when I was a kid. Back when I was in high school, first started working out, and I would want to get in shape, I would put on the soundtrack. That mm-hmm. one was a classic. You can't go wrong with Rocky Four. That one, it's one of the greats. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Rocky Four is uh, is one of the the soundtracks that I would work out to. The soundtrack, dude. I thought I thought if I put the soundtrack, I thought I was gonna have the same same intensity as he was. Uh, I remember I developed this thing when I was younger, so I wouldn't quit. I would say that. Remember, he would say, no pain. You remember he had to repeat it over and over? When yeah, he was fighting. The what? Oh, no, go ahead. Okay. I would actually thought that that stuff was going to work. So I would, uh, I would say that in my head, which it never, for some reason, I still felt the pain. But, uh, yeah, the soundtrack, the soundtrack was, that wasn't weak, dude. That was, that was awesome when I was young, man. That was awesome that yeah. Harrison Ford, you were the Kevin Costner. That's the reason why you always get your ass kicked. Yeah, right. That's why I'm the old school champ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you're the one that's playing. You no. keep you keep inviting people. Y'all want to do this? And we were all like, no, we don't want to do this. And then you... <laughs> no, I still win. <laughs> I'm trying to invent new things. But... uh. Yeah, Rocky Rocky Four is one of my favorite ones. Also, it made it in my uh, honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's that's it didn't get my number one. Uh, my number one was the thing. The thing. The thing. I've never seen that movie with uh, Kurt Russell, where mm-hmm. they're they're stuck in like uh, in the I think North Pole or South Pole. Okay. One, of, one, of, one of those poles. I don't know. And they're actually measuring some crap, some science crap and shit. But anyway, when they're there, they they find like a like a spaceship, and inside the spaceship, it was buried for ten thousand years or something like that. And they end up breaking. That's where Superman lives. It, it was, but it, it, yeah, <laughs> Superman, Superman was gone by that time. Uh, some kind of alien gun infected them and what the alien does is actually able to clone you so you don't know that it's an alien you think it's a clone and uh, that that alien was cloning 
the other people because he was trying to escape that Iceland because he can't survive where it's like super super cold. He freezes, so he's trying to get he's trying to come back home, and all the people that are stuck in that place they're trying to find out who is the alien and they're killing each other and stuff like that. But it's a really really good movie, and it's a good it it's it needs to be watched because Kurt Russell comes out. Kurt Russell is also one of the best actors of the eighties. I mean, you yeah, can't go wrong with any Kurt Russell movie of the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's awesome in Tombstone. I think that was in the 90s. Uh, which one? Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone was in, was in the 90s. But he 90s. had, uh, in the 90s, he had uh, Big Trouble in Little China. He had uh, Escape from New York. And he had, yeah, he had a lot of good movies. He, had that, he, he even had that movie. Uh, uh, it was a funny one with Goldie Hawn, his wife. Um, Overboard. Overboard, yeah. So, yeah. you can't go wrong with none of his movies, so. Yeah, well, that was, that was our list. Uh, that's crazy how we didn't have any of them the same. Uh, a couple of honorable mentions. I, I, I did have, um, let me get my list real quick. Uh, Born in East L.A., Christmas. Ah, I, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, The Karate Kid. Okay, well, which National Lampoon Vacation? The one where they go on the road trip to go to that theme park. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, no. The only one that I like of, of the vacation is The Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Yeah. Then there's Harlem Nights, Beverly Hills Cop, and The Naked Gun. Um, there's more, but I'm just giving you a, a, another five or so. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I, I had a lot, but I'm only gonna I'm only gonna read some of them. I had Uncle Buck, Plane, mm-hmm. Trains, and Automobiles, uh, Rocky Four, Caddyshack, uh, and The Last Dragon. Did you see it? No, I, I can't get into it. I watched Dude, five you need to watch it. You need to watch it. You need to. Once you watch it, you're gonna want to become that bad guy of that of the of the movie. You're gonna be yes. rocking the fro and and his converse, and then you're gonna be I'll telling people, to "Kiss wait. my converse." I have to wait till uh, after I watch the Punisher. So yeah. I'm gonna finish watching the Punisher season, and then I'll watch I'll watch that one into the dragon. Into the uh, Dragon or what? The Last Dragon or whatever? The Last Dragon. Into Last the Dragon Dra- is a Bruce Lee movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, well, that's, that's, it's, it's, it needs to be watched. Yeah. You know, your, will, you know your balls drop when, once you watch that movie, right? Yeah, right. Maybe that's the I, reason why your balls haven't dropped. You need to watch I that movie. When I was five. <laughs> <laughs> After I watched La Bamba. No. You're already growing. Uh, you're already growing <laughs> chest hairs and shit. Yes. Oh, did you grow? Did you grow? Did you grow, you grow your chest hairs because you you got into the bridge and you yell out, "Richie!" Did you? Did you no. cry in that movie? Of course. Yeah, cry, baby. I didn't cry in that movie. I couldn't cry in that movie. Because yeah, you got no heart. You're an insensitive prick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cried in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobile. Really? Yeah, when when uh, they found out that he had no family. Uh, and they invited him to stay with 
uh, with their family, and then they play that one song, and it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. But I, I held my tears. I went to the room, and then I, I squirted some out, so. <laughs> anyway. Sap. The what? Yeah, poor sap. Mm-hmm. That was a, it got me good. Yeah. There were so there was others. There were so many of them, but I just I couldn't just pick one. Yeah, that's a hard one to do. Um, so we'll have to do another top five next week or so. Yeah, we'll discuss which one we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, that that covers it for the week. Uh, I can't think of anything else. Uh, just looking forward to the Bellator. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, that's it. So next week we'll discuss the Bellator results. We'll find out where where our records stand. You know what you do? We should mm-hmm. uh, throughout the whole year. We should keep track. We should keep record of every wins and losses. And at the end of the year, let's find out who had the best record. Yeah, we could do that. Right? Yeah. And, but uh, listen to the tape. No, no, I'm writing everything down for today. Oh. And yeah, and then I wrote uh, on my the the fight night. Mm-hmm. It, no, no, it wasn't the fight night. It was the UFC. Because yeah, it was the UFC regular one, the, the ESPN one. Yeah, yeah, I had a record of three and four. So then I'm writing who my winners are going to be for the Bellator. Uh, and then I'm not gonna count the, the the NFL one from the one that barely passed. We'll start after the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. And then next week I want to introduce uh, a new segment, just a tip, just barely, just barely the tip, where just, we're gonna please just the yeah tip. <laughs> yeah just the tip, just one tip though. Okay, <laughs> more than one tip then. You start getting sore and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be tips for, like, guys tip. Like, um, either on supplements, on weightlifting, on just anything in general that has to do with guy stuff. How to start a fire, barbecuing mm -hmm. tips. Yeah, all the good stuff. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And, uh... Also, I may uh, talk about the topic of dad bods and what's the big deal with dad bods. Why, why, why is it trending? I think it's an old trend. I think it started like last year or so. But we'll touch up on it and see if we got the dad the dad bod or not. No, I'm um, I'm I'm sporting the dad bod big time right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, if it's working for Fader, why not? Right? <laughs> He's sporting the dad bod. And then if he wins, that's more to to then everybody's gonna be like, hey, hey, he's rocking it, so I'm gonna rock it. It gives him powers. I was about to say that. I was like, well, let's wait and see if he wins. Yeah. <laughs> if he, if he lose, if he loses, holy crap! <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, we'll go over that. Uh, I'll discuss that topic, uh, dad bods, and see what's up. Anyhow, uh, yeah. Well, that's also, it for the night. Also, you got something else. We should start introducing more and more on who we are about certain stuff that has actually led us to where we are right now. 
Uh, it could be embarrassing stories. It could be uh, stories just made you who you are today. I mean, yeah. where you came from or what? Alessandro well, wanted to discuss embarrassing moments, so we'll say that one for him when he's here. Uh, but yeah, I, I understand how we can discuss things that led up to where we are now. Mm-hmm. But uh, as of as of that, that's it. Sounds good. Well, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. We had an earful this time. A lot of MMA talk, uh, movie talk. That was fun. 80s movies. Uh, looking forward to the next podcast. And uh, hey, follow us on uh, social media. You can find us on Twitter at P-R-O-J Old School 97 on Twitter. That's all one word. Also on Instagram at uh, 97 Project Old School, all one word. And on Facebook, you can find us under Lee Ed Xavier. And uh, yeah, follow us, like us, share us. Uh, if you like it, tell your friends, give us a listen. And uh, that's it. Till next week. Peace out. Peace.